Cheers to episode 131. Cheddar? You're drinking the same beer again, Grant? Sheboygan Brewing, Blood Orange, Blood Orange Honey, fresh from Northern Michigan. I have water. After a fat plate of pasta. You didn't eat your homemade leftover pizza? I had it for brunch. Ew. I ate it at 10.49 was the first slice. Went Ew. Down <laughs> brunch. You gotta wait till at least 11. Um, water from Evan, water from Alex. Yep. Mm-hmm. Today is Monday, Labor Day, Labor Day, September 4th, 2023, 7.14 p.m. Welcome into the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. And NFL football is back starting this week. The lines open this season in three days, three days. Three Team days. was practicing at Allen Park Fieldhouse today. Not Fieldhouse, Allen Park facility today yeah. to get ready for There's no season. Fieldhouse. I was thinking of, can you think of what I was thinking of? Yeah, Hinkle. Nope. Banker's Life. The Jayhawks, where the Jayhawks play. Allen Fogg. Boom. Allen Fieldhouse. Allen Fogg Fieldhouse. That's not what it's called. That's, a, that's the real one, yes. Allen Fieldhouse. Um, today's show, what are we going to talk about? We're going to check in what has transpired. Did Evan win another golf league? We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll get that from him in a couple of minutes. Um, news and notes, college football being fully back. We'll do a little bit. I think this is how – this is some new tweaks. I think this is what our third college football season doing the podcast. Yes. Um, I had some thoughts today just – doing daily chores i was i think i was vacuuming with my headphones i was thinking the structure of the podcast i think what would be good for college and nfl is off the rip as long as there's no other breaking news that needs to be discussed at the top we do like the national weekly recap of what we saw from the leagues and then we get into the nitty-gritty of our teams later in the show and in terms of tailgating because that's always been a problem for us do we talk about the tailgate in the check-in or with the game. I think we talk about anything non-football related in the check-in. So any tailgate you had, any melting moments you tasted, that goes in the mm-hmm. weekly check-in. The game-specific things on the field goes in the game notes part of the show. I think those are the two things that I decided on today. Yes, so sir. For you listeners. Bye, you behind it. So we'll do that with college football. Any national observations? Then we'll get into Michigan State playing CMU. Um, we have done week two preview, but playing the Richmond Spiders, so whatever. Uh, same thing for Michigan beat ECU. We'll talk about any week one stuff that's notable. Um, and then they play UNLV, so whatever. And then NFL week one, big picture NFL thoughts for the year, like we did with college football last week, some Super Bowl predictions, any other hot takes we have. And then the Lions week one preview with a special special preview for alex that he'll tell us at the end the listeners at the end of the show what he's doing this week that's going to be I've said multiple times that i'm going to the game on this podcast spoiler <laughs> <laughs> um without further ado alex little under the weather Mm-hmm. Isn't that a thing that people uh, don't girls say that the under the weather voice is kind of attractive because 
it kind of makes you feel like scraggly or like or your morning yes. voice. So for our lady listeners, try to keep it together. You're going to hear from Alex about his weekly check-in now. <laughs> um hey ladies so what i do other than the game nothing um, hard 40 hours this week at work yep no i didn't took friday <laughs> off um so i got to east lansing friday morning um happy for you you were debating that started the day with some 1v1 four corners what time early 9 30 10. <laughs> breakfast. yeah so some right. breakfast four corners solo 1v1 that's gross respect friend of the podcast jason was excited for the day <laughs> um so i did that and then everyone arrived for the actual tailgates. Evan included. Evan was supposed to be there earlier than me. Stop out. I'll let him explain why he didn't. Um, so, yeah, tailgate was fun. Um, there is always... There always seems to be some weird drama that occurs at tailgates. And there was. And it was funny. I, it didn't bother me, um, but it was funny to watch. Anything, um, any tidbits to give? Or do we have to go full off the record? Probably have to go full off the record. Yeah. Um, but good. It was good tailgate. Good fun. Good to, good to see people. Any archaic tailgating rules that are new this year? I feel like that's a storyline every first uh, football game where, like, MSU's new parking lot rules that are like, why are we doing this? No. Mm, right a house. No, I don't think so. We're not even parking. Right a house. We don't have to oh. worry about it. Nice. Yeah. That makes it We're easy. Right in the middle of all the houses. Prime Tables, yards. Yep. It's actually pretty cool. And then, other than that, I played golf yesterday, Sunday, for my father's birthday. Happy birthday, Garrett. Yep, happy birthday, G. Uh, I played the Egypt. age? 53, no guessing. Uh, I was going to say 52. I would have been close, Garrett. Slightly 1970. Younger. Same age as your dad, Grant. Wow. Is this too much info for your dad? I feel like we're giving a lot of his government info <laughs> away right now. Nah, nah. Uh, played at Egypt Valley in Grand Rapids. It's a private country club. Egypt Valley sounds crazy. It's a uh, fun fact. Jordan Spieth finished second in the U.S. Junior Amateur there. That is a fun fact. That's actually a really fun fact. Yeah. Forest Hills, um, Michigan? Uh, yeah. Is that Grand Rapids area? Oh, my God. This clubhouse is immaculate. Yeah, it's humongous clubhouse. Yeah. I love that rock formation, like on the side there. That's great landscaping. Wow, it's a nice course. Uh, I wasn't feeling my best, I'll be honest. When I stepped up to the first tee, it was hot, sweaty. I was coming down with a sickness, and I was a little hungover. Uh, but we battled through and enjoyed the day. Shout out my cart partner, Blue. Nice. Cool. Um, and then went out to dinner and got home late. And then today I've been uh, recovering because I do not feel that great. I probably have COVID Junior. Credit not full to you COVID, for being here, but COVID Junior. 
Are you masking up tomorrow? No. Nope. So your dad, your dad's twelve years away from the uh, forward tees. Seven, sixty. Sixties is the cut. Sixty. Yeah. He's gonna actually. Clean I think up. it's fifty. You can go forward. No way. Yeah, the U.S. the senior PGA Tour is like, or the Champions Tour. I think it's fifty and up. So he can move That'd up now, I guess. That is a huge development. Well, we played for back yesterday. You... We tried to be good <laughs> golfers, and we played back. You guys always do that. It's so stupid. I hate Bob, it. I hate Bob it. Struggled. <laughs> One twenty. <laughs> Just snuck it. Oh, that's mean. There were some Bob. big scores yesterday. I mean, I might big scores. that number just just for the for his sake. <laughs> some bad um, scores yesterday. Um, Evan, anything to report from your neck of the woods? Oh, let's see. Um, hard forty hours at work, probably fifty-five between your different jobs. <laughs> and then, uh, well, technically Friday, basically headed off. <laughs> Nice. Um, got up to the East Lansing late, later than I wanted to, I should say. There was one part of me, I was driving on the way up there, and construction and traffic on 127 still a thing. So at one point, I verbally said out loud to myself, I said, there's no point in even going. I should just turn around. Evan. <laughs> Evan's vibes were great, as you can tell. I was so just pissed off about, about like what time I was going to get there. I was like, I'm going to get there, drop my stuff off, I have to go park at the skate park and walk all the way across. I'm only have three hours of tailgating. This is stupid. I had four hours because I got dropped off, driving around all over East Lansing. So that was good. Shout out Cheese for doing that. Um, the tailgate was fun. Great time. A lot of people. A lot of people. There were a lot of people. And I would say we didn't know most of the people. I did not know most of them. Nope. Um, Nothing wrong. Making any new friends? No. Oh. No Actually, yes. You could say yes. You could say yes. Alex, you could say yes too. Our third roommate? No, I was friends with him before that. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, we did make some new friends. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Alex just turned to me and said, We're leaving. And I was like, No, we're not yet. And I looked at my phone and it was like past six o'clock. And I was like, Actually, yeah. So we had this whole idea plan of like getting into the Riv, downing a pitcher, and then going to, into the game. Yeah, um, so we could feel good. So we could feel good about the game. But Alex's plan instantly backfired. We met the biggest Italian douche of all time in line. Correct. With he was smoking a cigar. He smoking a cigar. What? He was straight from New Jersey. Like if he was debuting on the show like Jersey Shore, like in two years, like I wouldn't doubt it. Hmm. Um He was he was wearing a black polo. Well, why did that jeans. derail your chance to get a picture? No, we were just in line. No, we were in line. Was taking forever. The line did not move. Ah. So we left. Hmm. Um, we got to. We were so old. We got into the stadium with like twenty eight minutes left until kickoff. We yeah, we got there too early. <laughs> that is early. It's like, it's the really fact early. is, I got hung over in the middle of the first quarter because and we were way seats. too early. It wasn't even like for the student section. No, no yeah, we were just I there got, early. Yeah, I got hung over like probably right before halftime. There's no beer yet, right? Yeah. No beer yet. No, and we needed it. We ate some melty moments though. Before you, yeah. before even kickoff, we got, yeah, we ate our ice cream sandwich before the game. That's how, that's how old we are. Before the national anthem even went off, 
Yeah, I was done with it before the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> you guys eating it and they're sitting there like, mm, what now? Yeah, yeah pretty much. We're usually like, showing we were up. like, we got to do something. So like, I needed to move the, around. The worst concourse in the Big Ten. Probably not, but I just hate Second, it. So packed Northwestern is really bad. Yeah, so packed and crammed. Um, Try to hydrate up. Did not help. I bought two waters. But the game was game was good. Uh, I have an eight of pretzel. Should be noted. Uh, since Grant, you said anything that happened outside of the playing field. After the second drive, I stood up and booed um, mm. and got yelled at by a guy two rows in front of me saying it's too early for this. And I said, no, it's Central Michigan. They're four and eight. Fair. That was that. that it was fair. Two kids fair behind us. Both sides, honestly. <laughs> two Central kids behind us. Oh, did my not God. No ball. That's Grant, just about all I'll say about that. So <laughs> did not no ball. Who's Georgia Tech playing on Saturday night? Or Friday night. Who's Georgia Tech playing on Friday night? Hint, not it was sure. an ACC game. Hint, it was not, in Atlanta. Honestly, not sure. So you, it was you know Louisville. for a fact, though, it wasn't Saginaw Valley State? Correct. Okay. Kid I can confirm that. Show the fly around Lansing. Show the logos up there. And they said, oh, my God, Saginaw Valley State's playing Georgia Tech. And they're winning. <laughs> Quote. Word for word. <laughs> Oh, it was was it Louisville? It was Louisville, yes. yes. It was a square. Um, it was a square. The dude called the kid that got injured on the very first play of the game, stretcher, the whole shebang. Yeah, that was that was Yeah, sad. he's like, that God, Michigan State already, man. They're already getting injured, dude. It's crazy. Bite your tongue, buddy. This kid. And then when Central went up seven three, he said, Yeah, this is what you get. Mount Tiger can't play for you. Kenneth Walker is here Talker can't play for you. Michigan State's out here going for field goals. Michigan's going out here for national championships. He said that three the, times. Three times. We need set like weekly <laughs> remind yearly reminders that the first week is always like you want to you want to claw your eyes out. I was I'll get into it in my recap, but I wasn't watching this game live and I was staying off my phone intentionally. And I had 150 text messages when I got back yeah. from Michigan State Central. It's like, why? Like, guys, it's there's a, a lot of overreaction in that chat. People have these takes that just build up all summer and they just want to vomit them out into group chats, like for the first game of the year. It's insane. Boy, it's just At least you didn't get in any like fights, I guess. I got um, And then I also went golfing, but home course, uh, hmm. champions course, uh, friends, family. We did a big old scramble. Good time. My team did not win. I struggled the first like, two to three holes to find my rhythm. I was also hungover, and the heat did not help. I drank water the entire golf round. You got to do what you got to do. I hope this sink is loud, man. Wow. Man, that's cool. He's got his volume all the way up properly. If you hear them. Yeah, but why can we hear you from, from the second bedroom all the way to into the kitchen? Oh, yeah, that's the back bedroom, too, because that's his recording studio, his piano room and recording studio, and golf, yeah. and his golf putting surface. The spare bedroom. How many groups for the scramble, Evan? Was it two groups of four? There How many was, people uh, There's four groups, two groups of four and two groups of five. Mm, sounds like a fun scramble. It does. What was the lowest score? Low score was three under, I think, on nine holes. On nine. You guys only played nine. 
Yep. I drove number four and we eagled it. So technically we got a skin. Boom. Nice. Felt good. I shot that boom. Today you took a three hour nap. Today I worked this morning, took a three hour nap, and Alex, I'll hand up. I did something that you're gonna hate me for. You're gonna hate me for. What'd you do? Got Arby's. No. Well, huh. I, if I went to Arby's, I would have a Jamocha shake. Everyone should be proud of me for that. I picked up where I left off of from probably a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, Game of Thrones is back. I was on just going to say, you gym. started watching Game of Thrones again. You have 50 shows to watch. And yes. You keep watching the same stupid one. And one of the longest shows. And yeah, a show that takes so much time to watch. I just watched the Mountain of Viper episode right before dinner, right before I came here. <laughs> You're going to go home and watch another before bed. I might. I don't know. We'll see. I probably watch won't. another show, Evan. <laughs> I can't. Actually, Alex, I can't watch another show at my house. Yeah, you don't have internet. Correct. Oh. The internet's out in Tecumseh for the last month and a half for Evan. Not only at, only at my household, last month and a half. It's about to be two months. Because you guys didn't pay the bill? No, because it went out in a storm, and then it's... I don't know. No one, no one came Storms. out and fixed it. No. No. They're just like, F- you. Basically. Just like Spectrum did with the ESPN deal. I heard that. Yeah. Over a lot of people on Thursday night. Um, All right, Grant. Just, tell oh, us about Evan, your peach picking. So you, you worked on a um, Labor Day classic. I used to always laugh and remember the phrase my dad at Adrian College when they would have practice this Labor Day. Their coach, you can just picture like in the high-waisted shorts with the ball cap down with the whistle. All right, gentlemen, the rest of the country's resting. We're laboring on Labor Day. Get to it. And then like blow his whistle. That's just all I think of whenever someone has to work on Labor Day. It wasn't bad. I worked the golf course. I got the cars out, of course, a little bit ready, and that was the worst part was That's fun. Off. Worst part was making off. Um, for me... I guess it starts Friday night. Good 40 hours of work this week. Friday night, went to hibachi for the first time ever in my life. Ever? At age of 26, first hibachi ever. I've never been to a hibachi restaurant. Oh, Evan, let me tell you. You would enjoy it. It's an experience, Evan. Um, You would definitely enjoy it. I've been to Mongolian Grill, but that's not really full hibachi. That's kind of like... overpriced. I got a drink, which was like $10, so I kind of shot myself in the foot there in terms of the bill. But re- reasonably, I think without that, it wouldn't be too bad. They give you a mound of food. They give you, you a get ton a of lot, food. And it's very And we good. got two, We got an appetizer as well, which you don't need with the amount of food they give you. Um, so it was myself, Marissa. Uh, I'll bleep their names out, but was in town, and her he goes to school in Wayne State, so they came up. And then there was another two uh two girlfriends that were there as well random we didn't know them so you like that is the risk you take at hibachi you're gonna sit at a table where you don't know the people i wouldn't say it's a risk you don't have to you don't have to talk to them they're very far away and it's like a big l-shaped table not going no they were right next or you right next to noah yeah i guess but like you don't talk to them i don't know what took the bullet for the team good for him yeah so you place your so you don't have to sit by anybody typically hibachi is a big group event yeah yeah. All right, fair. Um, so they do the whole bit where they you order your food, they bring it all on a on a rolling cart, and they fire that grill up in front of you. Um, it gets hot. There's no doubt. It gets hot and loud. It's very but hot. But they're um, they're like ceiling fans. Are like 
world class where they're just sucking that that uh smoke right out of there um i got chicken with some fried rice some hibachi noodles came with it the vegetables i got medium spicy i got alpha by noah he got spicy spicy um i'll spice it has the it wasn't that spicy. And it, it really is the same sauce we watched because you watch him do it. He just did one dose of it for mine. And he did two dose of, doses of the same sauce for him. So it's not like more peppers. It's just more volume of the sauce. Hmm. Um, I did cave. I went into hibachi saying, you know what? I'm not going to be the guy when they like throw the food around. I'm not catching it in my mouth. I'm not doing that. You have to. Right? They make you. How do you say no against it? They make you. Well, you can't say no. No, I watched a guy say no. I could have um, if he had chosen me to go first because I was on the one end, um, but he did not start with me. He started with the other end, and I watched five people do it, and at that point, I couldn't say no. You should just say yes, wanted, and then as soon as he tossed it up, just dodge did your you head catch it? just dodge it. By the way, I want to be known that I caught my piece of Friday. Fun fact, yes, I've I never dropped it in a bocce restaurant. <laughs> you know who, you know who would be 100% at that? Cormac. Cormac, Cormac would be 100% at that. Yes, he would. He honestly could do a... He honestly could get hired as a full-time hibachi worker just to, like, catch food to impress people. Like, $30 an hour. He's, He's like, the volunteer main person. Like, if somebody says no, like, he steps in to catch it from a yes. distance. Yeah. They also had this weird thing. Like, it's hard to describe, but it's like a, ma- it's a little mannequin, like a bobblehead of a little boy with, like, a newspaper-type hat. I don't know. And... At somewhere in this boy's body, it looks like it's near where his uh, genitals would be. You pop his head and uh, liquid squirts out of it. <laughs> and I don't know if it's water or oil or what it, but he like, the guy like sprays it on people. And I watched another table where they squirted the liquid into a lady's mouth. And I was like, you know what? That seems a little weird. Maybe we could rework that of the hibachi experience. Sounds like a walk hibachi experience now. You might. Evan, you're made um, for it. A little unappetizing, just looking down to your right and seeing a, a stack of raw chicken on this rolling cart next to you. Mm. But it is cool to watch him cook it. I'll give you that. Um, that was good. Saturday, flying through, went to the Romeo Michigan Peach Festival, which bacon peaches review. No, it's really. I know. It's basically like I don't know what it is. It's like the Laramie County Fair, essentially. Um. It is kind of cool. They have a big like beer fest, like beers around the world where you buy tickets and then you cash your tickets in for for beers. Like they had like Germany ones. Oh, yeah, you guys saw that. It was like 2.25%, which was crap. I did have two spiked Arnold Palmers. Yes. They were delicious. They were so good. Homemade or like the bottle ones, actually? Like the, actual- the bottle, the, the canned ones. Um. I did get roped into riding three fair rides, which Ugh. I held up pretty well. I did the classic like pirate ship one where it swings up, no. and down, then up. No, and that down. one sucks. And then I did a hang glider where you lay on your belly and it flies you around in a circle. No. And then the last no, we one, gotta I did avoid the one these you, rotating ones. You stand in the circle what and ride would you do up. It? And you just spin. You just absolutely, yeah, absolutely spin not. on an angle. You can't do any of those. <laughs> Alex has never been you, on a fair ride all year. I don't like fair rides. They get, it, I get if dizzy. If it's kids want to go, he's like, sorry, kiddo. Figure it out yourself. Yeah, like, go on there. I'm not getting out. But I have a tip for you, Alex. Um, so the last one, the roundup, that was the one I did to end the night. And I'd already drank, like, six beers. Oh, six, yeah. If I had six beers, drinks. I'd be puking. Oh. 
at that point. So I was Googling in line. Um, it was me and Marissa's two little cousins. I was the designated rider. So oh, I was, was Googling. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I hammered that after this ride. I, I, like, I can't have any before. I'll throw it up. Um, if you keep your eyes locked on a fixed point, you don't get dizzy. And it's so true. I just stared at this little bolt in the ride. And I was perfectly fine. I had my hands up and everything, just staring at it. I was like, this is easy. <laughs> Does that make it you less can do fun? Yeah. Well, if you're, if <laughs> I guess if we're not kids trying dizzy, to have fun. Yeah. It's not yeah, fun. I just trying to survive in advance. So I just stared at this bolt and it, it was fine. It just lasted a long time. It was kind of boring. Um, Mercedes too good to ride the rides. No, we didn't have enough tickets. She rode the first two that I talked about, but she didn't ride the last one because we didn't have enough tickets because oh, it's like four tickets a person to ride a ride, which is insane. Um, the Carnies, they got my money. They did. Uh, they had uh, they had this big, they had a little basketball shot and then a big basketball shot. Like the one at Cedar Point was like the big basketball shot. Picture that. So you paid $10 for five shots. If you make two of the shots of five, two of five, you win a like brand new NBA jersey. They had like Wen Banyama. Yep. They had Jokic. No, I've tried this exact. They had all of them. I'm like two out of five. That's nothing. Like that's you can make two out of five. And you went over five. Um, we played three rounds of it. I made one shot. The problem was is that in the middle of the second round, I made my shot, and so I got the false sense of confidence like on the 18th hole in golf that if i had five shots to myself i could make two i made zero um <laughs> the next five so did not win anything on that i was trying to get nba jerseys for the kids and i failed but we won some other stuffed animals on like the easier games um i think that's it last night we made homemade pizzas that was my first time doing that because i'm not a huge homemade pizza guy uh, I made mine too cheesy, not enough sauce. So I will learn and get better oh, for next time. Yours, yours looks pretty like there was no sauce on it. Yeah. I did receive a picture. First. We did not. Hmm? No pre-bake. No pre-bake. Bro, we are looking into getting those uh, like pizza oven trays that have holes in the bottom to maybe get that crust going. My crust on my first one was cooked perfectly the way I like. It was nice and dark on the bottom. I just didn't have enough sauce. And it's a shame. I'm a sauce guy. Um, so I'll be better. I'm a sauce guy too. I was actually, what saved it was we had some extra sauce. So I was spreading some sauce from the jar on top of the pizza to give it that saucy taste that I, yeah, you that I was just craving. dipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, besides that, that was my weekend. Um, and I caught a lot of football in between. What's Alex, what are your eyes looking big at? What are you doing? What? Someone there? No, that's just what my face does. Oh. Um, all right, college football, fully back. What are you guys' main takeaways from the weekend? Nationally, anything? Nationally, Anyone there's rip any? no great team. The Big Ten oh, is down. That's that's an overreaction. My take is a little different. My one take is that uh, there's just a lot of slow starts in week one. So just to throw it out, basically, is what I'm thinking. Discard week one from Alex. Evan thinks the Big Ten is down. We had the three-headed monster in the Big Ten East. He's thinking maybe there's some bolt, there's some uh, holes in that armor. Yes. Grant, your main overarching takeaway. Florida State should make the college football playoff. 
they have it all in front of them. It'd be on them. They should. I mean, if they could swept by Clemson, that's a joke. They should run their table. They should swept Clemson, make. make the playoff. They just look deep at every position. Um, their quarterback's legit. I didn't catch a lot. Uh, Ohio State score was intriguing to me. I didn't really. I saw some clips of the game, but I'm not going to put too much mm, stock into it. Watched the whole game. It wasn't a pretty game. It was boring. It was, like it was Ryan really boring. Want his quarterback to throw the ball one time. They ran the ball like 8,000 times. Did it change anything of how you think about the Michigan game with them or no? Just throw it out. I don't know. I didn't. India's well, not incompetent. We'll get to that. I, I'll get to I mean, that. Tom later. Allen shouldn't be a head coach, but. Um. Trying to think of anything else. Washington looked like the score they handled Boise State towards the end, so they look like they're going to be as Penix good of a test good. as we thought. We're screwed. I wouldn't say we're screwed. Georgia, Evan, are you saying Georgia's not? They were struggled for a bit. Game, to be honest, but I was scoreboard watching. I can't say I saw a single snap. But we were reminded by people there multiple times that it was a close game, like in. The I think you, you want you want returning quarterbacks. You want quarterbacks with experience. This whole notion that anybody can succeed. No, I want quarterbacks with experience. That's who everybody had success besides one quarterback who lit up the world, and that's all ESPN's going to talk about for the rest of the week. Who? Shadur is Sanders. a returning quarterback, Evan. He's, he's, I, he's played at anybody who's playing it in like, Jackson State. He's played at Jackson State. The clips coming out of Caleb Williams' game are bananas that I've seen. So he was... DJ up in Oregon State looked great. He had one, though, where he had legitimately five minutes to throw the football. That offensive line was working overtime against whoever they were playing. He had all day to stay at good. Or Pac-12 is better than Big Ten. There's a reaction for you. Pac-12 is the only undefeated conference. Spicy take. Spicy take. I like it. Um... Yeah, but I do think your point, Evan, of like there's no juggernaut team feels right so far. I think it's going to be a pretty wide open year of college football. Who's the juggernaut, Alex? I think it's just so early to say that statement. It's just so early. You wanted your reactions? I'm it is, but it's fun to say it. Florida State's going to be viewed as a juggernaut after they beat Clemson in four weeks. They're going to be 5 you and can rattle They're going to be two Travis huge wins. early in the first half. I mean, they beat Yeah, he did make some half, dumb plays. Um,. I have some questions about Colorado because that was that game was awesome, awesome football game. Is there any player you would keep on Michigan State in a trade for Travis Hunter, or would you send anybody out to get that kid? Anybody currently on this team? Yeah, I'll trade. I would send every single any single player on the team for him. The, I what other I kid can about, do that? Right, agreed. It was an <laughs> no insane one. performance, like over he have, hundred. He should have had two picks. He should have had another touchdown. Um, yeah, it's absurd. The only player I think I would just have to keep JJ because you need a returning good quarterback. Like that's too valuable to a team. But he's the only player like I would give up. You give up like Edwards, Corum, yeah, for yes. Hunter. Yeah, I would do. Yeah, he's just. I know it's only one game, but that's the spicy. No, that's like, not yeah, spicy. I I would just, that's true. He had the pedigree coming into college. Like, he was the number one whatever recruit. Like, yeah, he's supposed to be good, and he's amazing. Number one recruit, and he is really awesome. Um, Here's a question for you, because these programs are linked. I gave you the option going into next week to send Mel Tucker to Colorado, and you get Deion Sanders. Are you signing up for it? Yes. No. Explain your points. 
I think I said it during the game that I would rather have Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like, my point Dion's would just so be. <laughs> well, the exposure you get from Dion alone is just incredible. Every commercial during his game was him, which is just bananas. And he brings in just straight dogs. There's oh, just the no Aflac, Was it the Aflac commercial? Aflac, the and there was a KFC just commercial. Like almond commercial. Yeah. So more, than, more than three. Wow. Also, he just he gets... He's basically... He's gotten two number one corners in their classes. Two out of the last three. Um, so he's just bringing in talent. I think he's just gonna. He would bring in more talent, and he's. You'd get his son as a quarterback for free, and that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to take him. It's a show. Your point of no. It's entertaining. He's got a lot of baggage, and you just know he's not going to stay there forever. I, that hmm. would be the one. He will not. You know, he will leave and go somewhere better. Correct. So, Grant, what would you do? And like we are overhyping it a little bit. Granted, it is the first game. It is a yeah, TCU. So they were it, but it was awesome. ranked, but those rankings are TCU's also frauds. off of yeah. no previous games. And t- this is not the same national championship TCU team as last year. Scoring so, fifty though on a Power Five team in your opening game is not a small feat. I mean, yeah, that doesn't ha- that doesn't happen. Big twelve. Correct, I give that. But there was other good, really good quarterback performances, and nobody's talking about it because it's not Dion in Colorado. You take the Sanders off be... of Colorado quarterback's name, and it's just another college football game. No, no, I don't think so. Well, Dion, the coach, is always going to have even if Dion he had himself, yeah. But Graham Mertz quarterback throwing for five hundred yards, breaking it. a record, like that's not going to be unnoticed. I think it adds to your point, Evan, like maybe a three times multiplier in Keno that hit the quarterback's son. I think you yeah. get that bump. I mean, Jackson Dart went off and nobody's talking about him. DJ went off no, yesterday no nobody's is. talking about him. I didn't know. DJ didn't, didn't throw Jackson, for 300. DJ had five <laughs> touchdowns accounted for. Threw for 295. Shadur threw three for five and two 500. Rushing. That's absurd. That's an absurd stat line. I was... I really don't care. I was watching are. that game with the sound off. I was watching that game with the sound off at times, and I swore there was at least two to three plays where I thought the whistle had blown just because of how lack of effort the defense gave in tackling the player with the ball. I was like, wait, <laughs> with this little live play, like you just saw people stand straight up and not even move towards the ball. I was like, this is a joke of a defensive scheme from both these teams. Yeah, no, that's, that's Colorado's was going to give up a ton of points all year. It's not like they're going to go 12-0 and 0 or anything crazy. Would you bet? I'm just curious like what they're going to end up at. I'm so fascinated. Like, Do they just end up being like a 6-6 six and six team and this was like their shining star moment, or do they trend towards more like 9-3? and three? Well, they're going to start 3-0. Shadur is number they're five in the country going down in Nebraska. with only one game. Yeah. They play Nebraska. Then they play Colorado State, who's dog water. Mm-hmm. And then they play Oregon. Well, they won. at Oregon. Mm-hmm. They lost. They lose. They lose that game. They lose that. Then game. I think they play home against USC. Loss. But then they, they, well, they play against USC. They play Arizona. They play Arizona State. They're la- I know their last game of the year is against Utah. So like all the in between games are you know, Colorado yeah. State twenty three Oregon. Then play USC. Then they have Arizona State, Stanford, who they can beat. UCLA will be yeah. 
I mean, mm-hmm. Oregon State, the first week of November could be a tough matchup, mm-hmm. but Arizona, easy win. Washington State, easy win. And then Utah. No Washington on their books? No Washington on their I, books. That's good for them. So, I mean, like, I guess the biggest thing is, is that Oregon State and Colorado game going to matter for both teams? Oregon State was 9-3 and team last year. They have a better quarterback really? this year. Yeah. That's wild. I think they're going to go 4 and they're going to upset know. one of those teams. Former, I think he's a former Oregon State quarterback. Grant, don't know his name, but I'm pretty sure that's what Mike Lennon. It's not Mike no. Lennon. Mike Lennon went to <laughs> NC State. Damn it. Jonathan, Jonathan Smith. There you go. John Smith. I think John Smith. John Smith. And the Oregon State Beavers are coming for that ass. Colorado against USC might be 60 to 57 final. That's college game. Because neither neither team plays any defense. Hell yeah. Because even if Colorado Um, loses to Oregon, they're still going to be, whatever, three and one. And they'll have the top four team in the country visit them. I think they're going to beat one of Oregon and USC. They'll beat one so, of them. So they're going to beat USC at home. And then they'll lose to some shit team after that, and they'll be like 8-4. and four. UCLA. Who knows? It's early. Do you guys think pivoting to uh, another big performer of the week, to Keon Coleman, just to get it addressed, were you guys watching it live and getting depressed, or what was your reactions in the moment? I It was more funny to me, just like a laughing funny. Like, some of you say fans kind of knew this was – his potential. Yeah. Like, well, surreal. Like, good. oh my God, it's actually, like, yes. it wasn't I was surprising. Like, it, it was, I'll see the, I don't know. First touchdown was pretty cool. didn't stun me. But by the third one, like I verbally, like out loud laughed. Hmm. It's like, we're so stupid for letting him walk. Whatever we happened didn't in that let him room, walk. There's just no, there's no world, Evan, where they just said, yeah, go ahead. Well, he's not playing at Michigan State, so he's not at Michigan State, so we let him walk. We didn't let him walk. You get to choose when you're a college kid what you do. Correct, and you also you can't choose force to bring him back. Him. No, Evan, you can't do you that. You pay him more money. You can only pay as much as your boosters pay. You go get endorsements from local businesses that everybody else is shilling local out. Local businesses? Harper's. You think Harper's is, can shell out a million dollars for a football I'm not player? For a million dollars, Alex. People are giving away free vehicles left and right to the top. This is Big B Coffee. You think Keon cared about that? He already had a car. He cared about money and an NFL opportunity and having a good quarterback to throw him the ball and national He's exposure. Better and a competent offensive coordinator that can get him the ball. He wanted national exposure. Probably more that because I was watching the game and I saw him go in like jet motion a few times. I was like, wow, what an interesting concept to send Keon Coleman in motion. I'm sure he likes doing that and it would work. I'm like, yeah, they just never – he just stood as far out wide as he could in Michigan State's offense. The plan for route. Florida State, though, is the same thing. Still just throw f- jump balls to him. I mean, like – Yeah, it's true. He could have done that here. Yeah. But he wouldn't be on ABC on a standalone game against the top five team in the country to start the season. So have three NBC primetime games. Yeah, could. But you he can't would. force a kid to stay. Yeah, that was just wild. I My advice to you guys and all Michigan State fans is to start hammering the anytime touchdown score props. That way when it hits, you're like, ah, oh, it sucks we lost him, but you're making money at the same time. Um, 
shout out to Cheese for really capitalizing on having the stones to do what I didn't really think of doing because I thought there's no way he scores the first touchdown. Like he'll score at least one, but he shouldn't even the first close one close to the opportunity because LSU got stuffed on six chances to get in the goal line. Right, and I had I had Jay and Daniels anytime TD and 25 rushing yards. He had like 80 rushing yards, but couldn't get a QB sneak. And there was like three opportunities for QB sneak and multiple times in that game. And it was an absolute joke, but that's just being greedy. But he was, he had an easy QB sneak situation and they, they messed it up. Tommy uh, Reese, not ready for the big games. No. And Brian Kelly was getting mad at him. There was some good lip reading at one point. And he was like, why aren't we going out? Like why the F, F are Ooh. we going outside on a fourth down? Tommy Reese, OC for um, LSU. He followed him there. Yeah, I've been nailed that, Alex. It's true. Who's a uh, Who's the other? Who's the OC at Alabama? Maybe that's Tommy Reese. No. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, Tommy no, Reese right. is the highest paid offensive coordinator in college football at Alabama. Right behind Jay Johnson. <laughs> right in front of. Um. All right, I think that handles so, national. Can you tell us who the pick. LSU offensive coordinator is? Oh, sure. Yeah. Jerk I don't know if he's ripped out because I'm assuming he calls the plays. I don't think Brian Kelly does it. Mike Denbrock. Yeah, Ooh, that guy fired. sounds like a squid. Tommy Reese is ready for the. He was, he was getting a mouthful from Brian Kelly. That made me think: how much money? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a monthly. Maybe it's like a one time. Would you pay to be able to listen to the coaches' headsets during games? I'd pay a, a decent chunk of change just to listen to it at least once. The same amount for Sunday ticket. So four hundred, five hundred dollars for a season pass to get the headsets. Just once, though. Just one game. Oh, you just one. Game. Yeah. Five hundred dollars ticket to listen to them. They would make bank. <laughs> if they ever need to pull cash, just open the headsets up because I would. Oh, it's like when uh, NASCAR fans get to listen to the rate the uh, pit crews. That's awesome. You know how fun that is? It's going to listen to pit crews talk about strategy, but like times 10 for football because they just cuss each other out nonstop. But I'd also be nervous to find out that my coaches are really stupid at points in the game. Like they just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Well, Alex is in the weeds on something right now. You can see it in his eyeballs. It would be funny. Yeah, I was just comparing No Kim and Peyton Thorne stats. I love that. Let's get right into Michigan State. Beat CMU. What was the final score, 31-7. guys? 31-7. Um, how do we want to do takeaways? What do you guys? What do you? What do you guys got on your chest? Do you have any questions you want to start with? That's always easier. Uh, why the. F- you guys hype up Malik Carr for him to drop that many passes, although he did kind of redeem himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we said that to Gloves. each other in the stadium multiple times, that Grant is going to have a field day with this. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad I was on your I'm mind. I'm glad he right caught now. that touchdown. I was, like, <laughs> I was watching it with Marissa, and I'm like, Grant told me all offseason this is the guy, and he just can't catch a football in his chest. Yeah. Uh but three drops a moss type grab <laughs> yeah at least three like all within like two drives of each other i think this guy's a joke but he redeemed himself um any other questions that i have 
uh women i'm trying to think i don't know if i really felt women's presence the way i wanted i keep an eye on where he's playing because i want him to be Boy, an sack, type. tackle for loss 10 tackles i mean six best pff great let's not pretend like he just wasn't right. there grant he's a third down Looks stand like up eyes. edge rusher you did <laughs> everything eyes eyes are still in early down. season form I'm starting my hand up <laughs> um chiefs guy malik spencer good form tackler 12 tackles I don't think he had. I got nine. Where are you getting these stats out? Nine total, three nine. solo. Uh, no, no, total. no. CBS does it different. I'm looking at ESPN <laughs> this time. Yeah, nine total. Um, any questions? No, I say you guys just rip off any thoughts you have. I'll let negative Nancy go first. Why do you oh, that negative? mean? Well, you think I we're a 5 we still team. shouldn't overreact. Not Agreed. Bad, bad max school. But in my opinion, I think the offensive line still needs a lot of work. Um, this is what I wrote earlier to front of the podcast, Luke. Offensive line still needs a lot of work, work in progress. Kim needs to run more. Front seven will be solid. And Tyrell Henry might be the fastest player that we have on the roster. I agree with I agree with all this. The, the offensive line stuff made me worried, especially earlier in the game, where there was a lot of like in and short situations yes. and they didn't move the pile Everybody's very like, well. Oh, but- Nathan Carter had 113 rushing yards. I was like, okay, you take away two long runs, he probably averaged less than a yard per rush. But that that kid, no, he's I'm just trying good. to find his name, deserves to be shouted out. Number ten for CMU should be playing for an SEC school. What's that kid's name? Ooh, it was something with the C. It was a cool name. Jack Bristol was his last name. Ja- Jaquez he, Bristol. He, yeah, he's good. Is absurd. Yeah, he's good. But with that being said, yes, with the the more supposed to be more hype around the offensive line. I mean, I agree with that. That was an early observation I had in the game. I was like, they're just not moving anybody. Up we didn't have any sacks, but like the run game was lackluster. They have room for imp- improvement. There's no denying that. But with that being said, Alex, I'll tee you up for Nathan Carter. Go ahead on that kid. Yeah, he's good. He has the juice, as you tweeted. Um, He's a good running back. He runs extremely hard. And he's not Kenneth Walker, but he's an upgrade from whatever we had last year. And it's good to have that. And this is no disrespect to Berger. I think he scored at least one touchdown, right? Yeah, eight eight for 24 and one. It looks like, though, when Carter gets a handoff, like when you're watching a YouTube video and you put it to 1.5 speed compared to when Berger gets a handoff. It is a lot different. It's a noticeable difference, especially maybe not as much in person, but back on TV. Like, it's like, holy cow, this guy's running like he's never going to get touched. And he just the mentality of like not even thinking about contact coming his way. I will say to your point with the Kenneth. Walker, he doesn't have the like slipperiness and vision probably that Kenneth has. Yeah, well, not but many. No, if, pretty much no one does. If the hole is there, it's going to be hit hard. Yeah, and that's what we need. Yeah, if you can patch um, up some of your offensive line mistakes with a good running back, you know that helps. Thought I feel like multiple times I was thinking to myself that the secondary, Dylan Tatum and company, Malik Spencer, like the form tackles they had were really solid. Yep. Especially for underclassmen. Like they didn't really miss a lot. Um 
I mean, it really wasn't the seven points off of like two face mask calls. Their touchdown. Yes. Yeah, with like back two face masks, two, face masks. Like face two mask. 15 yarders, and then a crossing route, which is the first game of the season. That's going to happen. You're going to give up some completions, yeah. The one kid, Zion Young, that you guys have talked about, he stood out to me. That guy looked legit. He's a monster. Yeah, yeah he looked he looked really good. Like, yeah. you know, that's might be the most feared person I have on your guys' defense. He's like, a scary just, like, dude. That guy, and I was like, don't want any piece of that. True really sophomore. I don't. Didn't really do anything for me watching the game. Didn't like his chase down sack. Mm-hmm. Must have missed that one. Mm. Um, Seems like you just hate on the players that we liked and then didn't really watch their performances. No. no. <laughs> Offensive side of the ball. Um, I think we'd all agree Kim missed a lot of um, short to intermediate routes early, but his deep ball in terms of just touch and putting it out there seemed to be pretty good. Pretty good overall. a nice tight spiral. That's true. It's nice. Uh um, a little nervous. Stupid, we said it in the game, Alex. We tried this stupid-ass screen to try Trey Mosey three different times, and I don't think it worked once. That's that's on Jay Johnson. That's no no Kim fault there. I don't know why I, Jay I'm keeps running. I'm not saying it's fault. I'm just also, saying whose fault it was. if we do one more, like, throw a deep pass, complete it, and then sprint up to the line to run a one-yard, get stuff, and run get play. get negative yards. I mean, it's just the most predictable yeah, thing was, I've ever seen. Your guys' tempo was on Michigan State like it. I don't know what the deal with that was. It was after a big play, and then we rushed up to the line. We threw a screen one time, got sacked for like a tackle for like three yard loss. So now it's like second long after a big play. It's like take your time on first down to get another chunk play. Yeah, I don't. I get maybe you're trying to. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I can't At that point, you're not catching them off guard because you're just letting the athletes play and their athletes were ready. Like, it, we weren't catching them off guard. It worked the first one, right? I don't think it did. Well, we ran down. We were going to go quick. I think then we didn't go quick. Then we threw another pass to Glover. The Fitzpatrick one, we just straight up sprinted down there, snapped it, and took a one-yard loss. I was just like, why would we do that? Then scored the <laughs> next play. Uh, pistol out of fourth and short. Yeah, that happened early. I mean, I guess I don't. Is there really a big difference between going under center and handing it off in the backfield versus pistol and handing it off in the backfield? Is there really analytically yes, a big difference? Is. Because it is. everyone says the stat people say that there is no difference. I saw. I think the tweet well, you're talking about there's from, a huge uh, difference. from uh, Justin Thin was saying that Chip Kelly has like. His theory is that gun gives a running back more of a start. That's just not true. And I know, I think, like, if we had Wyatt on here to talk about being a running back, I think most would agree, like, if you're standing hip to hip or, like, right behind your quarterback and you get the handoff there, that's not as much momentum as like if you're already versus, like, three steps. Run, and if you're running downhill from him turning around to you, yeah, you're not receiving the ball as early, but you're already running forward. Maybe maybe shotgun gives you more time to pick out a hole, but I don't think we need to be picking out a juicy hole on fourth and one. We're just trying to get forward one single yard. I do think – I agree with all of what you said. Uh, I do think it might help when we have our short-town running back we brought in for this exact problem we have. It would be nice when we Hail actually Jordan. see him. Um join your defense up. Player now, Jared, Jared Mangum, running bit. Jade Mangum's okay. brother, he's big bowling ball type running back. 
Mm-hmm. So he was questionable, and I think we held him out because we didn't think we'd lose to Central, which is fine. Whatever. Do what you got to do. But That also worries me. I feel like Nathan Carter just be that guy the way he's built. I'm just give it to him. Yeah, he got stuffed twice. Hmm. Burger on fourth and one is not something I want to see again. He's way too slow to be. He's not strong enough. No offense to Burger. He had a nice cut cut out run. And on that run that he scored a touchdown, we need to mention that Malik Carr made a fantastic block. I watched that mm. back today. You guys should go watch it. Uh, Malik Carr actually mauled a dude. Um, good for him. I can't say he, he was wanting to do it earlier in the game. Yeah, earlier he, in the game he was doing it all the way, like way past the line of scrimmage too. Yeah, I saw that play. Actually, line line too. Yeah, we scored on that one. I think Malik Carr is showing some ability to block. I guess now that means he can't catch anymore. So trade off. Um, receiving core wise, I thought. It spread out a bunch. There was no dominant guy, which can be good. Uh, the most surprising thing in the game is Trey Mosley. Trey Surehands Mosley dropping a ball in his chest. Crazy yeah, good. to watch that happen. I looked at Marissa and I said, his nickname is Trey Surehands Mosley. She goes, do people actually call him that? I'm like, I don't know if it's just my friends, but yes, no, it's like, not us. call him that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Glover catch down the sideline was bananas. That kid's got some talent if you can do that. In a the over the shoulder guy. one or the... Yeah, just the Willie Mays one. Yeah, that one was the nice. Willie Mays one. Good ball. Um, and then obviously like the Henry catch. That kid, that kid's got some juice if you want to call it that. Just when you see him on there, he like kind of captures your attention on the football field of what that what's that kid going to do if the ball comes his way. That was Mel's first recruiting win over Michigan. Tyrell Henry. Do you guys overall feel pretty good about the receiving core after what you saw yes. on uh, Friday night? They're young, and they're only going to get better. Tyrell Henley plays more. I'll just see my Tory Foster catch a couple more passes. Trey Mosley catch a couple more, but... I mean, I don't really care who catches his ball. If it works. I mean, there's just no reason to care if it works. There's better athletes. I see a too. You don't think Jeremy Glover is a good uh, athlete worthy of catching the ball? Because he looks like it. He made three catches. I mean, it's three more Central than the next Michigan. guy. Central Michigan. Central's got a good corner out there. Sent a Mac it. level, Mac defensive player of the year level corner. I don't think so, Alex. What's his name then? Let me tell you. Five minutes later, good Deion podcasting. Sanders Jr. <laughs> Travis Hunter. I think, well, Alex looks this up. I mean, I don't obviously, know how to find the, that, the but... interesting thing for this uh, receiving room is the development of like routes and overall sense of the field because the the deep ball shots aren't going to last like all year against the bigger teams with NFL draft caliber corners but it's nice to at least see the ball skills and the talent really from that receiving group agreed agreed the deep balls aren't just going to be there all the time um what else I guess if there's one thing you took away from this game most positive and one thing most improvement wise that you need to see. Evan, you start. Most positive. Front seven. Uh, we probably gave up close to 100 yards, probably rushing, but we have depth there. We are rotating they ran two lines in, sometimes three. So 
I'd say the depth and the size there's a lot, a lot better. Negative. And for the running team, area. I like having Cal Holiday and Jacoby Winman. Cal Holiday's pick, sick. Like <laughs> he continues to get it done. I don't know how, but he does it. And he loves Brugger's bagels. The following morning, have a nice on there. Confirmed. Confirmed. Wow. Um, improvement area, Evan. Improvement area. I think offensive line. We touched on earlier. Was the first thing that came out of my mouth. Offensive line, run game, offensive line. Not so much pass game. We didn't give up a sack. It was kind of. It was all right, but run game. Nice, Alex. Same two to you. Um, just say the the deep. How bad the defense has been the last two years. It was good to see it, regardless of the team, that they looked good. So I'd say that as a unit, they did their job. Improvement-wise, I would say getting off to a faster start on offense would be nice. I would prefer not to watch games. Do you know who our offense coordinator is? Two quarters. I'd like Jay to open up the playbook a little earlier. It's not going to. It's not going to give up on Jay yet. Uh, But, yeah, going to need a little more. Are you thinking like a trick play in the first series? I want to run like six straight – Runs up the middle or like the worst receiving concepts I've ever seen. Like we can do something better. I'm going to keep my eyes more on the play calling because I feel like I always overlook that. I think it's very much vanilla offensive scheme wise. It's a little bland on the the passing routes and the route trees that we're running. They look very vanilla and not open Hmm. early. And then, you know, it seems to spread out and open up and then we run a little pop past Tyrell Henry coming across. Like, why Why does that mm. take four quarters to do? Uh, mm. But hmm. All right. Um, into the Michigan game against ECU. A couple obligatory things to say before we get into actual gameplay. ECU, their helmets are sick. The chrome purple was doing it for me with the, the pirate logo. Well, uh, nice. Michigan fans say... Michigan fans said we got out helmeted, and I agree, we did. Those helmets were cooler than Michigan's that day. Those were sick helmets. You got out helmeted every day. Evan, well, that is (laughs) – that's your bias speaking. No, it's not. You guys don't have other helmets. You wear the same helmet every game. But those are, like, better than Nebraska's. Well, yes. Nebraska's better than Nebraska's. They're better than – there's more. They're better than Minnesota's. Some most of Minnesota's. Oh, no, they're not gross. No, they got like a grand. They never drawn by a fourth grader. <laughs> they have gold. Uh, they have black helmets this year. All right, Grant. I have a question. Black. Let's just jump um, to it. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Is it a, okay? Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Sure. Your thoughts on Blake it's Corum? Har- it's about the Harbaugh. Did he take oh. a step back? Okay. No, fine. I'll ask my other question first. Yeah, the yeah. free Harbaugh stuff is absurd. The full pull bullshit thing they pulled in the beginning, lining everyone up in a line, putting the scores <laughs> up, was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, and you know it. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's fake media like, exaggeration. Grant, fake media too. They were saying that was on their first drive. No, that was on their second drive. The first drive, they were backed up in their own end zone. They ran three plays and got stuffed every single time. Not sure why that's important. Yes, it was off, the, it was off but, script. No, every, uh, national media was saying, uh, "Look what they did on their first drive." But why first, does that yeah. upset you? First, first drive was a nightmare. I was thinking safety was happening. Correct. Anyway, but, but my point is that's just <laughs> Jim, like 
didn't like he did, they made it seem like he did something bad or like he was like wrongfully done when the university themselves probably Jim himself imposed the suspension and then we're acting like the guy wrongfully went to prison for murder he didn't commit. Like it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And you know it. I have a I have a word this in the most correct way of what I was thinking. I'm totally fine if fans, both Michigan fans and non-Michigan fans, think the Free Harbaugh shirts in the play were cringy. That's fine. I can admit that. I probably would think that about other teams. Like if Ohio State did that for Urban Meyer. If Ohio State did that, you would, you would lose during it. During the Zach Smith scandal, <laughs> I would be like, that's stupid. Yeah, that's how this I feel. That is, was stupid. It's fine to think it's cringy. Okay. Stupid. But I think the point that people were making that I caught I was voiced on Twitter was like people keep saying it's self-imposed which is factually correct but it's missing the key context of this whole debacle is inside that program and a lot of people have to be feeling that the NCAA is making a sacrificial lamb out of Harbaugh over stupid allegations which is why they chose to self-impose him because they didn't just do no I know why they suspension. did it. Which, which I and I still think grasped. all they of everything it. that was done on Saturday was stupid and dumb and ridiculous. Like, he's out for three preseason games, which is, Grant. Who cares? But they don't view him. Like, college kids, you only have 12 games around a season. You're not viewing you think it as this preseason. Is the college kids do? did this on their own? Yes. I think, like, the free Harbaugh shirt. I don't think Jim's, like, wear this shirt. Like, uh... Uh, JJ, like that's that's because think about it this way, like I we played sports. If I was in high school and we, we had Coach Romano and we uh, and as a team, as a football team, we thought that Al got railroaded by the MHSAA. I could see us being pissed off, even if like yes. nationally in the county, yes, they're like that. Fine. Your coach, your coach lied, but like I can see where eighteen to twenty-two year old kids are like, we're gonna say something to the NCAA. The, the four is up was a little cringier the than silly this formation no thing with, was like, absurd. The t-shirt. Like, that's just not yeah, neat. And that's... Just play football. Take it out on the field. Yeah, but it's like... But again, in the grand scheme, it's like two seconds of a three-hour-long game that, to Evan's point, the media gets that and like, oh, week one sucks. It's so boring. We're just going to run with that as like the story for the noon slate. It's not a it's story. Should be more it's about just like... The football game and... It's just a, it's just a weird thing clip to do. Or whatever. You would have thought Jim Harbaugh was dead and they were honoring him. Like you could honor some better things than that if you're going to do that. I do think strategically it did not help their case when it comes to the NCAA to sign suspension less next year. I don't think that helped the case. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think making a show of the suspension is doing them any favors next year. And the Texas game is week two. So I have a good feeling that if Jim's at Michigan, he's not going to be coaching the Texas game. Probably not. Um but besides that, the Blake Corum has he lost his step? People, people were saying I he didn't has. See the full game wire to wire. I watched the full first half and then left and didn't really care to watch the highlights because by that point the stars should have been out. Um, he had a couple big runs and he's never been a guy that converts a big run into a touchdown except for Penn State last year. Like in Ohio State, twenty twenty, he got twenty twenty one, he got caught from behind. He doesn't break those runs for touchdowns. He, but maybe the. The juke moves aren't there yet, but I don't think that means they can't get there. I think overall that he ran fine and he had a couple he had at least a 30 yard run. Um granted the holes are huge for him to run through sometimes, but mm. I, I'm not super concerned. Are you concerned about the run game? Because 
there might be some questions there. Yes and no. I'd have to go back and look um, at all the schematics of it, which I don't really care to do if I'm being totally honest. As a middle-of-the-road football fan, I don't want really to dive into if they're stacking the box a bunch or not, but the narrative seemed to be that they were daring Michigan to throw, which teams should probably do until proven otherwise. And they did pop a couple big runs. Um, some of the early runs were gross. And I do think it's the first time the offensive lines play together in live action because there's two transfers starting on the front. So I think it'll take some getting used to. But long term, no, I don't. I don't. Under for a carry against East Carolina. Overall, 3.9 yards a carry. I mean, Corum specifically, he averaged seven yards a carry, which if yeah. you had just no, said yeah. that without talking about I can't people. mention Donovan Edwards compared to Corum today for Evans' argument because um, Corum was the better back. So. It's that, just shocking you know, to me watching the first quarter too. is that, that they ran Corum as much as they did when granted it's probably it's been what, however – damn near nine months since he had his ACL injury, but don't you want to ease him into the season? Or They kind of like threw him into the fire and like Donovan Edwards is an afterthought. Donovan Edwards did have more carries. But, he did like, have two, but, but it's very first quarter, I mean, watching it. it seemed yeah, like it, it, was, uh, it was Blake Horm's show the first quarter. And by show, not really. They threw, like this is it a very a untypical show, Michigan really. game. They threw a lot. And I think that's yeah. what we're going to see. I think, I think Are it's you, a good thing like JJ... Want- because Jim wasn't on the sideline, though. I don't know. That's going to be a fun little wrinkle to to look. And they also were missing Sharon Moore, the offensive line coach and offensive coordinator. He'll be back next week. So any offensive line struggles, that could be attributed to that. Like, there's a lot of factors that we don't know. I will say this. Their chances of winning at all or winning a playoff game, I think when J.J.'s playing like that, what I saw from J.J., I needed to. He looked, he looked like a lot better than last year and, like, quicker than he looked last year. Some of his throws were just – on the money, like not something I've seen in a Michigan uniform as a quarterback since Chad Henney. If Chad Henney, I think I think he's the real deal. He just he's, there's still some. He almost got killed on a uh, hit out of bounds. Yeah. Killed like that could end your season. So let's protect ourselves. And two, they fumbled on the goal line again at, later in the game. It's a joke. You can't fumble in exchange. He's done that. Well, he did the Michigan State one, and then Khalil Mullins fumbled the one last year. So back-to-back games, if we go back to TCU, they fumbled on the one-yard line. That's just something that point-blank has to stop, or you will not win big games later in the year because you will do that again. So that needs to be cleaned up. Um, There's still some elementary mistakes. There's one major concern that you can brush off the rest, but I think there's one concern you should actually have. A a big concern? Big, no, but... Concerning, yes. You said major. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks like what a major it? concern. <laughs> what is it? You don't know? No. Jake I Moody is I gone and it shows. Any... That's oh. a concern. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fair. You're gonna lose you can lose football games on kicker's legs. He made one, he missed one, he missed an extra point. Yep. But he drilled a 50-yarder money, so that is good to see. He at least has the leg and the ability to hit straight. And that was a good kick. Some of them just looked bad. So the yes, extra that point is, that's going to be nerve-wracking. Hoopy. Mm-hmm. You can't miss extra points. <laughs> no, you are right. That's a good point, Alex. I kind of forgot about like, that. I don't think you realize how good you had it with Jake Moody. And then when you all of a sudden start missing kicks in big games, you're like, wow, this makes a huge difference. 
No, I would like it on the record that the fan base knew how good we had it. There was multiple times of people in group chats being like, this Moody's the best player on our team, potentially ever at Michigan, the way he just drills kicks. Yeah, I just want you to make sure you know, because when you miss a kick (laughs) in a Big Ten game on the road and you're like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, we might lose now. You'd be like, God, I wish we had Jake Moody still. Wide receiver stock, Roman Wilson through the roof. That kid looks to be the number one receiver that they have. Um Loveland looked great at tight end. Darius Clemens stocked down. I would have thought he'd be playing more, but I heard he had an injury in camp, so I don't know if that's factoring in. But that's a little that's a little depressing to not see him play One as catch. much. But um, I think overall was very pleased with the performance. Like Evan mentioned too, in the first drive, things got kind of like off the rails when your first drive of the season's on your own one yard line. Like things aren't going to go as smooth as you want in the first quarter when that happens. So credit to the punter from ECU. Oh, alarming special teams. I, they got to find a punt returner because the kid they threw back there, his last name was like Thaw, T H A W. That kid cannot return punts unless he unless he shows me something. They put in the next Carmelo English no out the kid. for the last one. They, My guy, and I think that's probably a better guy to to return punts. Was that kid just, that bad? Like you, three returns for a total of six he just, yards. He just wouldn't catch it in the air, which is a huge part of punt return. <laughs> the number one part of punt return. You just let it bounce and roll to the wall. How Tommy when he could have caught do. it at the fifteen? How'd your punter? I don't do? know. I didn't. Forty-five. Forty-five average. Not bad. He's supposed to be good. He's supposed to be good. Um. I, I feel good about cornerback, too. That was a worry going in the air, but that Walls kid, I think that should have been a pick. I don't know why they overturned it. Uh, oh, actually, I did find out. Yes. It hit the wide receiver. When Evan was all over that, that in the moment. Which was Evan, crazy because none of us knew that. He was just, like, already on it. <laughs> He's all over it. That kid with that – I know it's one play against an ECU receiver, but just the ball skills and the athleticism, I like his odds going forward to be cornerback, too. Um, but he didn't make a single tackle. That's fine. Defensive line looks looks like the best I've ever seen. I know it's one game overreactions. There's your East Carolina's quarterback was for so bad that uh, yeah. they made them. Look I'm just hype off this quarterback. He was, I just told you the stats, Evan. He was a four star recruit. No, you were he hyping was. him up. You were I hyping was. him up. I was. He's a four star. I didn't lie. I told you the truth. The four star recruit. Never said you did. Yeah. I never said you lied. I just said you were hyping him up. And then for the I saw future, him play for football, football. and he wasn't four star talent. It wasn't getting <laughs> past the test. Um, future wise, it's good to see a sophomore transfer from Nebraska, Ernest Hausman, have six tackles, lead the team, and Keon Sab got to fill in as a sophomore DB, and he looked really good too, pass coverage and tackling. So good to see young guys play well. But, but other than that, the season doesn't start till I don't know, pick a week on the calendar. It doesn't week start four. for yeah, a while. Although I heard UNLV runs a cool, like, it's called the go-go offense with, like, two running backs at all times. It looks kind of crazy, so I'm excited to watch that in action. That's totally going to backfire. You need more athletes on the field. They have Ricky White. But Ricky White. They have Ricky White. <laughs> returns to his if Ricky, House of oh, Ricky White. Somehow no. Ricky White. Yeah. No. If they win and he has, like, a 200-yard game with three touchdowns, he would be, like, the biggest nemesis UNLV's in Michigan football history. So there's a lot they are bad. Line. Their quarterback sucks. <laughs> Skyner. Yeah, I just, well, I just, Rutgers did Rutgers too, right? Richmond's zero and one, and they're an FCS team. They score ten points. Well, actually, their quarterback is just a running quarterback. Mm. Doug Richmond's Brownfield. UNLV's. So I don't throw the ball. 
I don't love that. Why? That's what you're going to stop. I don't know. The guy from Appalachian State didn't throw, really. I don't think. Unless he did, and I'm wrong. He did that kid was good. He made that team an he FBS was. I remember. <laughs> but, like, that kid's really good. Um, all right. NFL. College football. Again, not not any previews, really, for this show because the two teams next week should be bad. Uh, NFL Week 1. Big picture going into the year. I have some stats for you guys to get the Kool-Aid going for the Lions. I Well... I have I have pro Kool Aid and negative Kool Aid if you if you want to view it one way. Pro Kool Aid is that since let's see what was the year since 1993 was the last time that the NFC Championship had the same two teams in it back to back years. Same two teams. Okay. Same two teams. So from 92 to 94, it was Cowboys Niners every year. Well, what a time to be alive. Yeah, that had to be insane. And there was, it's happened um, one other time? The, it no. It hasn't happened well, since Well, I don't know. I don't know. It hasn't happened since then. So the odds are in our favor that it will not be Eagles 49ers in the NFC Championship. Statistically proven out since 1992. That's just probably not going to happen. Okay. And if you think about that, and, and, and so there's that, and then there's also this. The same, the same single team has not repeated NFC Championships since 2013 and 14. 49ers? The Seahawks. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks went back-to-back NFC Championship games um, in that span. Since then, the same team, one team, has not repeated. So the odds the Eagles... Or Niners are back in aren't great. The odds of the Eagles being if back you really in think, are great because they're the best well, team in the it's NFC. Been de- it's been it's been a decade since it's happened. I'm just telling you that it could, but it's history been a repeats since itself, it's Grant. Sometimes, not always. I'm just telling you, <laughs> Kool Aid wise, if it's not likely, it's the same two teams, and it's once in a decade that it's the same team. You start looking at the NFC power rankings. We are not far behind. There is a real chance going into this year our lord 2023 2024 that the lions make the nfc championship game (laughs) i'm just saying look at the nfc you look at it and if it's not going to be one of those two teams right now we have the third best odds at one point yes give us i'll play at dallas for the nfc championship game and we win that game Nine times right, out of ten. I like your confidence. I've been thinking that Evan, sucks. We are probably in the NFC Championship game. We probably find our way in the NFC Championship game if that's the case. Because the odds are the Niners or Eagles aren't both back. It's pretty impossible for that to happen. But those are give both us, two us, good teams. They are. But one has a quarterback situation that's sus. I also read today, though, however, okay. We have the fourth best odds to win the NFC. Poison Kool-Aid. Yeah, bring us um, back down, Evan. Bring us down. The last 17 quarterbacks to lose their debut in the Super Bowl never made it back. I did see that. I saw that, yeah. And they talked about Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow. However, Jared Goff lost his debut in the Super Bowl. But we're just going to appear in the NFC Championship. Right, if you're game. confident, Lions-Eagles NFC Championship game is plus 1,700. Lions Niners NFC Championship game is plus two thousand. 
Lions Cowboys. That's the Dallas juicy. Plus twenty five hundred juicy odds. Dude, Dallas is not good. Dallas Eagles is the second most best odds for the NFC Championship game at plus fourteen hundred. So stupid. Dallas is not a good football team. I mean, they're they're not a bad team. They're not a bad team, Evan. They're not, they're not a bad team. They're definitely good. They're, definitely they're a good, good team. They're a good team. I'll say they're it. They definitely might team. spank us they when we play at Dallas. DPOY on their team that will wreak havoc for you every single game in Michael Parsons. That Alex wanted to They start. have the they best have defensive player in the league, Michael Parsons. Yes. We have Sewell. They've upgraded running back by subtraction because they don't have to waste carries to Zeke. So they have an upgrade that we think. They have CD Lamb. They have a great receiver. They have a worse offense coordinator. They have a good offensive That's line. That's true. Offensive coordinator. They have a really good defense. I don't think their defense is really good. They it was really good last good year. On their defense. It was really good last year. They have multiple they have good, good players defense. on their defense. I don't know if I say who. If you're going to say Diggs, he's overrated. He's still considered a good football player. Can you name the other good players on their defense, Alex? I'd have to look. <laughs> they signed Gilmore. They're a he's good old. defense, Evan. He's old. Don't they have a good like uh, guy that starts with an A on the uh, defensive line that people are probably like screaming in their headphones right now that we don't know ball? But they have a really they have another good player. Oh, they have Mozzie Smith. They drafted mm-hmm. all Michigan players. Schoonmaker. They had the seventh best Dog. defense in the NFL last year, Evan. Oh, Demarcus Lawrence. I'm such a he's dumb overrated. Idiot. Evan, they had the seventh best defense Evan. in the NFL last year. And for reference, this oh. is the third best defense in the NFC. Which is right where they're sliding. Van Der Esch is a solid guy right in the middle of the defense. They want to get rid of, rid of Van Der Esch two years ago. Uh, just reminder. Dorrance Armstrong also. We have the worst the quarterback. In the Not true. Not anymore. Well, I guess until we prove it, right? I also heard a stat this morning on Good Morning Football that says that Patrick Mahomes has never lost a regular season game to an NFC team. <laughs> until. That's good for my guy, <laughs> yeah. Patrick. That hurts. He's a good football player. The, the negative Kool-Aid that I had to balance out my own stat is since 1970, the Lions have appeared in the least amount of NFC championships with a whopping total of one. <laughs> yeah, but we knew that. Uh, one. Since 1970. The For comparison, the Niners have been there 18 times since 1970. We've been there once. Niners have been there 18 times. 18 appearances in the NFC championship. 18 in 43 game. years. Then I'm not going to be surprised if they make it again. Yes, you will. Well, Brock Purdy's not built to last. 18 in 53 years. I'm a Brock Purdy hater, though. Um, should we do Super Bowl predictions? Sure. One in three. That's blowing my mind. 33% of the time they've been in the NFC Championship game. Grant, <laughs> you go first. Well, I think for fun. Yeah, no, I got to do this. I think I have to do this. Bills, Lions, Bills win. <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Whoa. Why not? Two fan bases that are just starred for it. That would be an awesome party scene. Bills win, sadly. Our year's next year. When Jamo's back. 
I always need to drink of water to digest that. <laughs> Who cares? Get crazy. Super Bowl prediction. Matchup and winner. Matchup and winner. Go ahead, Alex. You look ready. Bengals, Eagles. Eagles win. Oh, so lame. I like that. Actually. Of course, that's in Vegas, so we're going to have a team somewhat close to it. So I'll go 49ers, Chiefs. Chiefs go back-to-back. Safe pick. <laughs> Rematch of uh, Super Bowl live. Yeah. Super yes. Bowl COVID. And Garoppolo COVID. missed uh, and Emmanuel now, Sanders. And now Brock Purdy throws that interception. Everyone's like, oh, well, whose problem is it? It's like, well, you don't have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Well, who's Mahomes going to throw that jump ball, to, that lollipop to Tyreek Hill that he just ran underneath? Yeah, I worry about the receiving core for edges. Kansas City. But Do you? A little. What's the difference between last year? This year? It's even worse. Actually, no, they drafted a rookie out of SMU. They drafted a rookie last year, Evan, on a Western. I dropped him today in fantasy. I heard he's only going to platoon. I didn't like the lost time. Juju. Juju wasn't anything for him last year. <laughs> He was actually pretty good in the playoffs. Didn't he have a good playoffs? Yeah. Now that I'm thinking yes. back. Sky Moore did score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I remember Pacheco being the MVP of the Super Bowl or playoffs besides Mahomes. Uh, Travis Kelsey still They run really it way good. more in the playoffs anyway. They don't even throw the ball that Don't much. forget they have Travis Kelsey. I'm not counting Kelsey. I'm not counting Kelsey. He's already cemented. Every time you have Mahomes, you have a chance. Well, that's just how that works. We're about to play him on Thursday night to open the season. And Alex is going to be there. Yep. Live. We do have a question. Alex is going to be there and Chris Jones is not. Wow, good for you. Chris might be there. He just won't be playing. That's a crazy sentence. Got a text uh, listener question. Will there be an Arrowhead wide Burt chant this Thursday night? (laughs) (laughs) No. Probably not. Would be no. cool though. Oh, if you can get all of Arrowhead to chant Bert, could you imagine? Bert? You guys just start watching on TV fans after a touchdown. You just hear the Bert chant going. Would be crazy. No, what I could picture though is if the Lions won and all the Lions fans stuck around and like went down to where the NBC booth is, like post game when they interview Goff or Hutchinson after his three sack performance, <laughs> and then you're just around with all the Lions fans and you're going Bert. I could I could hear that like late night late night <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, this game I was listening to the Bill Simmons NFC over under betting preview. I like listening to that just to he remind myself where all the lines are at because I don't look them up. He said some mean things today. He said he the lines would be lucky not to give up thirty eight. Yeah, he doesn't. And I don't know if that's the hard he truth like or we are actually are expecting we're to get that many dropped on us. Thirty eight points. <laughs> I think we might. The implied total <laughs> from Vegas is thirty right now. Is what we're supposed to give up based on the spread and over under. For what we lose thirty twenty four. Um. Yeah, that's what they're kind of projecting. Thirty twenty three, thirty twenty four around there. No, that'd be super respectable, actually. That's not bad. I don't know what to think. I really don't. Um, the Lions season snuck up on me. I just hard to, like, the Chiefs are so good, but, like, when you talk, like, we were talking so you about the receiving You don't want this game like, anymore. You don't want this game. When it came out, everybody wanted it. No, I do it. want this game. I want it. I do want it. I want the, like, hype videos, the narration leading into kickoff. I do want all that. You want Mike Tarico calling the game though? I don't have to listen to him. 
have this like sick Kool-Aid feeling that we're going to win, but I, I know that's not right. I don't think we're going to win. As much so as I are you going, Alex? Alex? I don't think we're going to win. Because it's aren't the, Alex, you're a Chiefs lover. Aren't the Chiefs normally a little rocky to start the year? Then they hit that groove from late September to October where they don't lose. They usually open week one super hot, right? and then they take a little step back weeks two through six, and then they don't lose again. And everybody thinks that the Chiefs are washed. Yeah. And then they win 10 games in a row. Usually they open the season yes. and do some damage. I would say this year, though, they're receiving course a oh, step down. Check to make sure that's true. There's a lot of young guys. But they run the ball now a lot. I'm not really sure who's going to cover Travis Kelsey. I think we have guys to help mitigate that, though. I think he's going to get his sick thing in my brain. Eight for 113 and one, at least. You know it. But we We better stop the run. I know it's going to be, I know he's going to get cooked at least a time or two, but I like the idea of like if CJ, GJ struggling, we have a fresh rookie who will just run around like crazy Brian Branch just to like, in a different spot, and CJ GJ is playing safety. Like, I like, I like the idea of him. Are you saying that so confidently? Yes, that's confirmed anywhere. Yeah. Starting safeties: Kirby Joseph, CJ GJ, Nickel, Brian Branch, and then you have Sutton and Jerry Jacobs on the outside. Hmm. They beat the Cardinals 44-21. Well, that's not fair. The Cardinals are a joke. The year before, let's go back. Uh, they beat Cleveland 33-29. That feels like us right there, actually. They're going to score. That's, Their defense like usually doesn't pick up until middle of the season. And they don't have Chris Jones. And no Chris Jones. And he's the best player on that defense. They beat Houston 34-20 the year before that. They're playing nobodies. We're, We're not a nobody. In that realm of them. That was Houston. That was the rematch between Houston after Houston was up 20-0 they lost. Yeah, that was a good Deshaun Watson led team. That was after the AFC Championship between the Browns. Or Division round, wherever it is. Yeah. They beat the Chargers by 10. I don't know if they've lost their their opener under Mahomes. I don't think. With Mahomes. They beat the Patriots 42-27 one year. They win their opener They're also racing. They're also giving out rings. And a sold-out arrowhead with 12 Lions fans. But you're there. But I'm there. And the, I was undefeated at Lions games last year. Do you think, like, there's a question I have, I've been thinking about, with the rookies in their debut at Arrowhead. If one of them were to have a, like, holy shit, this is a guy guy, who's it going to be of Gibbs? You think Gibbs could just be like, oh, my God, he's McCaffrey. the best player on the field when he's yeah. out there? That would be awesome. That would be one of the coolest feelings if Gibbs just has a master class in week one. And this like the buzz is like sky high. Him or Branch. It's one of those two. Evan, do you have one? A new guy? A newcomer. Steal the show. I don't think so. Because all the other newcomers aren't sexy picks. Like they're like Laporta. Campbell's gonna get his eight to nine tackles. Do we think he's playing? I don't a lot? think he's starting. I can't get. I can't tell if he's playing I a feel lot. Like he has to. <laughs> I just killed. I think he'll play, but I don't think he'll start. Probably ease him into it. I don't, I don't know. It gives us the only answer. I mean, Campbell. We'll see how he does in run game. That is 
You don't think Laporta could be Travis Kelsey? No. I have it. That's Alex. That's my answer. I think this could be a Laporta could catch two touchdowns in this game. And like you hear, is it going to be Collinsworth? Is it going to be him and Tariko? Yeah. I could see like, I could see Collinsworth going, now here's a guy wearing 87, just <laughs> like Kelsey. And he is he next in the NFL? He's a guy out of Iowa. Like I could just see it happening after a second touchdown catch with how much they use touch tight ends in the end zone last year, red zone last year. Yep. If I expanded the question to newcomers, like do we think we're going to be like CJGJ keeps the fan love going and in week one we're like, yep, this is the difference maker we needed on our defense to just get everybody nasty mean? I think he'll have an interception. Yes. <laughs> there we go, Alex. Overhyping it. Let's go Which, Evan. Do you want to predict fifty six zero loss Evan? Do you want to just do that? We're not winning fifty six zero. Twenty eight sixteen. We lose twenty eight sixteen. I'm not in the NFL mindset the yet. I don't know how we're going to offense in the NFL is going to score sixteen against a not great defense with no Chris Jones. <laughs> that could age very the poorly. Player on most. Do you think our the, defense is so much improved that we're going to hold? The Chiefs under 30 points. No, I didn't give a prediction. I just think we'll score way more than 16. It's on the road. Yeah, I still think it. Too... It's warm. No do weather. We, the the guy I'm most excited to see on our offense is boring, but I do think he's a huge key to the game. If David Montgomery looks like the clock has rolled back a little and he's entering the prime of his athletic career behind our offensive line, I think that would be huge if we can just ground and pound these guys in Arrowhead as opposed to having to get tricky with Ben Johnson play calling. Like If we can just bruise these people up front with our finally healthy offensive line, I think that's a huge key to our game because that's how Evans' Titans have given them fits in the past where they just run them over and they can't. it doesn't get into like this fun shootout game. I think we will run the it's ball. We're trying to run the ball, Alex. We're not going to score that many points. It's going to be in the 20s type of game. Still going to score more than two touchdowns. I mean, you're, and I don't even know how you got to 16. Did we go touchdown? Do we have a kicker yet? Two field goals. You could go for two, Alex. Who's twice Who's kicking for us? Yeah, for, yeah, damn, <laughs> big nuts. So we're going touchdown, go for two, get it. Touchdown, go for two, get it. We might onside kick the opening kickoff of the NFL season. No, <laughs> we better not. Are we going to go for not it on fourth down? Possibility. Only four times we can go for it. A lot. Or are we going to see a fake punt? Us. No, we won't see it. All the fourth punt. downs. We will no fake punts, but we're going for all three. the fourth downs. That was the last game that we played. We only scored twenty some points. It was cold out. Yeah, it's gonna be hot out. It was freezing. It's gonna be hot against a good defense. Chiefs defense is nothing. I don't know what to expect defensive. I guess. I guess breaking I news to of the news of today. I'm curious to see Broderick Martin if if Bugs is not playing if he's a healthy scratch that means Martin's probably working in snaps already and Anzarecki and Anzarecki's oh, yeah. back and Pascal oh yeah I guess that makes sense why Bugs might be a Bugs being a healthy scratch I love the guy he's a fan favorite I'm glad we brought him back but it's not necessarily if a we bad have someone thing better, because ideally good. you have enough yeah. talent yes that's we're moving in the right direction Bugs is like a team leader spark plug guy he was huge last year but eventually you want to bring in more talented guys to play, which I think they found. Kaminsky, I don't know. I just don't know what to expect. I think the linebacking core 
is obviously our weakest point of the defense, and I think they're going to be my focal point tomorrow night. Just, or I want to see Jack Campbell in there on every first and second down. I, I do too, Evan. I do too. I just don't know what's going to happen. The last three years of the opening kickoff game, the team has scored 30 or more. Good stat. So there, I think we should expect points. Ah, uh, your poor well, Matthew Stafford. Both teams have scored thirty points. No, one, or just one, one team. team. But I'll give you the scores. Last year doesn't count because you know the Rams sucked. But Bills won thirty-one ten. Year before that, thirty-one twenty-nine. Bucks Cowboys. <gasps> and then year before that, thirty-four twenty. Um, for some reason, the Packers right, and I'm Bears opened the season in twenty nineteen. That's disgusting. <laughs> 10-3 in that game. I have my prediction. Yeah. That game you already gave me mine. And I'm just ready for Kool-Aid. And I, it, We're not beating the Chiefs. Petrol has never lost an NFC team in the regular season. Evan, you don't have to be so Until negative. Thursday night. You don't have to be. 30-29 Lions. You don't have to be so positive. I'm not. 30-29, game-winning kick. We were down 27-29. Nailed the kick. Alex takes his shirt off. 30-29 Lions. 30-29 with the kicker that you don't even know his name of. Correct. Cairo Santos. I think it's going to be 28-16. Like I said earlier, Chiefs win. 16 points. That's a win for us. Disgusting. Beneath 30, I think we're going to try to run the ball and we get down so early. And at that point, it's too late to come back. 31-27. Late. Patrick Mahomes game. Team was a 500 team last year, Alex. I don't think we're going to win. But I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to score 16 points. 31 27, Chiefs. In a late loss. There you go. If we feel, to, to foreshadow next week, if we feel bad about one aspect of this game and our team, maybe position group, what's it going to be? Like, what are we like? Oh, God, how do we not see that coming? It's the defense still. Wide receiver depth. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. Like, Still yeah, think like it's we, the defense. We, I could, I could see that where we run some routes or some plays, and it's and like, like, holy shit, nobody we have open. one guy and like, no one else, and we can't get the. They're not respecting. <laughs> they're not respecting Khalif Raymond downfield. We have nothing. The oldest receiver in the NFL, Marvin Jones. I gotta look at. I know they have Trent McDuffie. What's this secondary looking like for the Chiefs? There are a lot of new guys, a lot of rookies, and young two-year, second-year players. Oh my God! If Carlotta gets a sack, I'm going to take out. I don't want to see that. If and Drew Tranquil uh, up front, we should attack Legarius Sneed. He's good. Is he? He's not bad. I thought he left. I know Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton's dog. really good. Our middle linebackers are dog. really good. <laughs> they keep yeah. in the Super Bowl. They hard I Super Bowl. I think we're going to look if if. If anything is like, oh my god, that's glaringly bad, I could see our linebackers just getting caught in the wash of all the window dressing the Chiefs do and like the running backs leaking out of the backfield for 20-yard dump-offs from Mahomes, and then you just see Anzalone chasing <clears throat> Pacheco 20 yards down the field, being like, oh my god, that we, is gonna, we cannot stay in front of these guys. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I'm very excited. Scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you guys? This hasn't hit me yet. No, it hasn't hit me yet either. It'll hit me on the plane. Thursday will hit me. And I'll be like, holy shit. I'm a college football guy. Always have been, always will be. That one guy, uh, guy. 
Oh yeah, Evan. Any goals for uh, NFL this season? Are you try to watch more of it this year? I know keep I won't be able to because I'll be working on Sundays again, like last year. So, huh. um, don't know what I'm gonna do. Any goals for the NFL this year? Watch um, it. That's a good one. No, I don't like the commentators for NFL games. She's just like, not gonna to watch death. it. Is commentators that big of a deal for you? Yes, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are vastly overrated. But like that ruins the fact that you don't Joe Buck watch is a the reason I don't game? watch Monday Night Football games. That's crazy. It's Joe Buck's ass at his job. I like Joe Buck. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a goal right yet. Right now, my I'm goal bet I'm is NFL to games, to get invested into it. Hell yes! <laughs> hell yes! <laughs> my goal is to watch. Enough football for the two of us because this is going to be gonna my have first to, Sunday in probably four years of having free Sundays. I'm going to have all the games on all Did the Did you time. guys know that Queen Elizabeth died in the opening game last year? No, no. she did. Could care less. Wow. They did a moment of silence <laughs> for the game. Don't. For the Queen. I don't yeah. fully disagree with that one. You think the rest of the world is going to give a moment of silence when Joe Biden dies? I think that's where we end the show. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, the most viewed NFL kickoff game ever? Last year. Evan? I don't care. A 14-9 victory for the New Orleans Saints over the Minnesota Vikings in 2010. That's not real. That's fake. That was Brett Favre. I think. All the moms in America want to get their eyes on Brett Favre. Dave Matthews Band and Taylor Swift. Swift performed before the game. What? And it was the <laughs> game after the uh, Saints won the Super Bowl, obviously. Do we have a kickoff concert? Let's look that up right now. That's how we'll end the show. NFL kickoff oh. concert. There is always a pregame concert. How are you going to go to this? Last year's was... Uh... Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Wait, that's at Indiana. Nope, that's oh. wrong. Last year's was bad. Jose Balvin and Ozzy Osbourne did the halftime show. Ozzy oh, that's, Osbourne. That's Jay Balvin. Ed Sheeran did his 2021. Oh, I remember that. I do remember that. Uh, that was the draft. No, I can't find <laughs> anything. I know they had people in Kansas City for the draft, but I don't see anything for this. They're used to having the Colts are having game. John Mellencamp. The Colts, yeah, they need to last year. The Evan, you would have loved the Vikings had Mitchell Tenpenny outside the stadium before the Packers game. They're doing the world's largest tailgate, but he's Kansas a Titans City. fan. Free Bud Light. Yes, too bad you no, can't have it out. by YouTube stars. <laughs> the Merrill Twins. What? American DJ Booty producer pie. duo Two Friends, Mr. Beast. as well as Saturday Night Live's Heidi Gardner, oh, an appearance by Donna Kelsey. Free. I don't know who any of those people <laughs> are. Travis Kelsey's mom, free appearance. Yeah. That's what that is. Oh my God. Yeah. Donna Kelsey. Two Friends and some TikTok stars and Travis Kelsey's mom. All right, well, so let's know how uh, Two Friends yeah, goes. Yeah, I'm going to that. All right, that is episode 131. Cheers to the Detroit Lions being back. Cheers. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, 
Thank you, Evan. I forgot about that. All right, P. Jimmy Buffett.